Welcome back to Crush Your Life Podcast. I'm your boy, Cheese. As always, the bodyguard from Miami, Kalina, the big dog. So we had to uh, bring in two artists that one that been doing it for a while, but already made, making a big splash in 2019 with their joint project, Roach Butter Slums, right there. Let me move out the way. There it is. There it is. Um, we got Riggs and Chook, the producer, is here. Gentlemen, you're here. What up? What up? What up? Man, it, it's great to have you guys on the show. We had Riggs on the show before. Uh, we really talked about that, got samples. But now you're here. The cloth is having a tremendous 2019. Uh, we setting off with Hobbs um, and Hobgoblin Project Mooch with the Farmer Beats right before that. The, the <clears throat> Mooch and Future Wave right around the corner. It seems like it doesn't stop. Yeah. And now Riggs just dropped Roach with you. Let's start from the beginning. How did this merger happen? And why did he talk about it in the last episode you were on Riggs? It came out of nowhere. And I was like, where is this? What happened? What? How does this album be? I mean, like, I think it's better to be unpredictable at the end of the day. We say everything we're going to do. Everybody knows what we're going to do. That's bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Besides that, <clears throat> me and Shoot have been working with each other since 2012. It's just, it's always been things going on in between, in between, you know. But our chemistry always been like this. This was just the first one that we decided to throw out there. We released this like five, six years ago, but it was only an EP back then. So I knocked it off, edited it, pulled everything off. <clears throat> I kept one song on there, and we redid the whole joint. So it's still a whole project we didn't release, really. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, yeah. but what about the name? Like, the name is what really kind of caught me off guard because, you know, it's... <laughs> First of all, I hate fucking roaches, so when I saw this, I was like, this is disgusting. <laughs> but then I listened to the album, you know, the album was really, really good. I see that you work well. All the time, you're always with Rob Gates, you're always with Mooch, you always do good shit. But why did you call it Roach? Out of all things, why Roach? It's cause um I was in I was in the basement. Well we called it a dungeon at the time. Grabbing some beats or whatever. And he was playing some tough joints and I'm like, nah, I need that other shit, that Rochester shit, that dirty shit. And he was like, Oh, you want that broke gutter slum shit. So I was like, Yeah, as soon as he said that, like, yeah, we gotta call one that. And then that's where that came from. That that title kinda embodies Rochester, well the negative sides of it, I would say. Service. All right, good. I'm glad that you clarified that for me because I've been wanting to know. I just didn't know how I was going to ask you, but now I know. <laughs> no question. Uh, Chup, when you, when you, you've, been work, you've been in the game for a little bit, working with a, 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 a different MCs. What makes working with Riggs, uh, what is it about Riggs that drew you to him? That make, <laughs> and how do you really think about making beats for him? Because he's, he's very... Riggs is is uh, he's here. I feel like I'm talking third person, but Riggs is one of these elite MCs with a unique voice that's hyper intelligent, but also knows how to weave stories together in a way that's that's dense but very 
easy to listen to. It's not over. It's not overly wordy, where you get like it's too many words. It's like he puts the right density in there. How do you produce for a cat like that, who who has this large array of versatility in his game? Um, damn, that's uh, uh, that's a good one. Uh, I don't believe in. I don't like to think that I try to cook up specifically to match what he got written down or got going on. I'm trying to cook up based off of the feeling that I'm in, and and we usually go off name titles and shit. Like he'll he'll see, he'll see my name title and be like, "Damn, that's a good one." So I think I think it's all just I think it's just in the air. I think it's all in. Man, it ain't the, it's nothing that I do And like oh man I'm cooking this shit up Just for Riggs like, only, only if he hit me up and be like yo I need something Now I know that I'm cooking up For Riggs If not then I'm just cooking up off pure heart And that shit he feel that shit That's why we connect It's, like it's, it's never it's never premeditated and, and right, what, I mean, exactly. what I mean by That is like He's honestly the only producer That I've ever worked with That I don't have to uh I don't have to fish for where I'm going to take. Like, the moment the beat comes on, I know everything I want to say. I just got to map it out. Everybody else, I ain't taking away from any other producer I work with, but I got to sit there, you know what I'm saying? And I got to work with the beat. Like, where is it Where is it taking me? How is it talking to me? With him, I get an instant feeling, and the song is done in 10 minutes, 15 minutes. Every time, every single time. <laughs> It's golden, I'm telling you. Good chemistry. I love it, though. But it's not to say that you have the same chemistry with everybody. So I'm sure it's not the same. It don't work. It doesn't always work out that way for you. But are you specific in, like, who you work with? Because I know that there are people who are are specific and others who really don't give a shit as long as they're getting paid for it. How do you work with other people? How do you say, oh, I'm going to make a beat for you. Yeah, I got you. How do you do that? Um... I see what you're saying on that. Uh, uh, yeah, it definitely comes off. You gotta, you gotta know they sound. You know what I mean? Like, I'm definitely staying in my lane when it comes to who I want to work with. I'm not trying to like go make a beat for fucking like, you know, somebody in a trap. I'm not trying to hit the Gucci man. Like, but if it happened, it happened. You know what I'm saying? It's just like I make shit like that. It's just I know where I'm. I know where I'm going. I. I Know what I, my influence is, you know what I'm saying? And I stick in my lane. I like that, that gutter shit, that raw shit. That's my my whole ammo when I hear a beat. I want to hear something real dirty. So yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, I definitely like my. You know, listen, like, I know it sounds like that 90s. too. I'm Brooklyn '90s, so I like my stuff a, a certain way. Yeah. What's amazing about this album is this rich. Uh, when you're approaching it. I know that you're inspired, you read the title, whatever that process is, but it just seemed like there was a lot that you wanted to say. There was just so many nuggets of jewels in there that you needed to hear the album several times just to catch them all. Um, my worry is that do in the way people listen to music now, are people going to catch it all or they're already tuning into the next project that someone else is releasing? Because I would think that doesn't do this album a favor because there's so much important things being said. And that's what me as an old folk being worried 
is that where are you in your thought process with with that kind of stuff? The way listeners consume music. So um, honestly, I feel like I, I base like the majority of my decisions on accountability. So if they miss something, if they miss something or didn't get out there how it should, it's my fault. You know what I'm saying? I, I never put it on how the game is, it's my fault. That means the visual should be more in-depth. That means I should have pushed it in more markets. That means I should have put my, my legs more behind it. So I really feel it's all accountability, accountability at the end of the day. But it, I got a good, we got a good reception back from this. Like, very, very good. So I, I'm happy, man, because I definitely had a lot to say. Like, from when it was created, from 20, what was that? Twenty. When was that, son? Like, 2014? When was that? Yeah. I think so. so. From then to now, like I said, I only kept one song, but I was going through a lot of different emotions. Like my grandma died. I was fighting the state case and the fed case at the same time. Like it was a lot going on. My freedom nice. was on the line. I was losing people that was getting murdered, like back to back to back. So I was dealing with a lot of emotions. So at the end of the day, like I was truly vent. Like that whole shit was venting, and then the rest was conception. And the fact that you always like want to contribute and always, you know, I see that you're kind of like particular about the way that you work. Is it always something that you you feel like you should be doing because these are, you know, these are your people? Do you feel like it's always a good thing to to work with, you know, Mav and Rob and Moose? Is it something that you find like, oh, I gotta put my people on, or is it because you also just enjoy working with them? Because not everybody has that. Not everybody can work with the same people over and over, and it still sounds good. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes yeah. it just gets watered down. <clears throat> now you're right. I, I, I agree 100%. With that, it's like I'm not a sucker, so I, I would never try to shine myself up. You know what I mean? And, and, and put my brothers down. Them niggas used to tear me up, man. Like, Mav, in 2012, Mav was giving everybody work. Everybody. Everybody. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And it's like, I tweeted it a couple days ago. I'm like, yo, my uh, my team is my biggest inspiration when it comes to writing. They're my biggest competition. Not to say there's not other artists, you know what I'm saying, who dope, because a lot of people push their pen, but they challenge me the most personally. So when it goes to dealing with outsiders, it's like, yeah, now I'm trying to kill you. Like, that's all it's about. Like, that I mean, but it doesn't even look like you pay attention to much of anybody any anyway. It's not like, <laughs> I can't be <people>, like, <laughs> giving a shit about anybody else anyway. So it don't really matter <laughs> at the end yeah, of the day. Yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> um, I mean, it's clear to me every time I hear you rap. Yeah. <laughs> like the whole entire cloth has this ability to it, it's almost central in, in all your music and I especially picked it up in Mav uh, Angels and Demons with the Hobgoblin how the theme of doing what you have to do to survive even if it challenges your moral stance seems to be a, a, a big theme amongst 
the entire cloth catalog. Like we, sometimes we don't want to do certain things, but we have to do these things just to live in the world. And this always seems to be this duality. And I'm working on a big audio documentary about that. That will be exclusive on the Patreon link. You'll, you'll see. You'll see. Um, is that... Is Am I reading into that right? It just seems like we don't want to do certain things, but we had to do certain things just to get to this point. And the follow-up to that is, when does that relax? Because I'm, I'm from Brooklyn. There's almost no time when I'm not tense about something. Um but it's not also long-term healthy for me either. How, is there a balance with that? How do you, how does the team think about some things like that? I mean, that's reality. That's that. That's that's reality to me, and I can speak for them and say that's reality for them too. Because I mean, it, it's really perception. Because when it comes to like feeding your family or doing whatever you gotta do. The main thing most people be concerned about is how to view. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're a criminal. Like, you're morally doing something that's disgusting. When, if you look at it deep enough, it's like, put it like this. If I sell if I sell heroin or crack, whatever the case may be, not saying I do, but I'm saying if I did, and I'm, I'm looked at like a criminal, okay? You know what I'm saying? And you got your neighbor, your, your, your daughter's teacher, whatever the case may be, they're just a regular person to you. When behind closed doors, they could be a rapist, a pedophile, all kind of goofy shit. But we only acknowledge the title that we see. So if you get titled as a criminal, when it could be somebody walking by you, that's that every day. So like as far as breaking like statues morally, I don't really give a fuck about that. I don't care how I'm viewed, how anybody viewed me to make sure that my family gets in a better position. Like, we all willing to risk it all. You know what I'm saying? And that's just what it is. And the balance you're saying, still trying to find that. You know what I'm saying? Still trying to find that. Okay, if you could not, this is kind of unrelated, but I'm just curious. If you could, like, being where we're at, like, in music right now, right? If you could not listen to one artist for the rest of your life right now, <laughs> who would it be? You can think of anybody. Like you're sick to death, like of a certain song or a certain artist. Could you name one? This is for the both of you, because I know there's gotta be something that just grind, like gets on your last nerve. Like, no, I can't do this ever again. Why is this popular? <laughs> uh, my, my, you go first, too. My shit terrible. I might got a whole. <laughs> yeah, you, you are. You don't break on like nothing. Shit. I'm a purist, like, my, my shit, like, don't get it fucked up, like, I can, I can hear other things and see it for what it is, you know what I'm saying, if it come from a different culture, southern, west coast, whatever right. the case may be, but, like, I'm, I'm really a purist, man, and it's, it's a gift and a curse, but I accept it, but, yeah, my list long, so you I can th- go first. I think, I think, I think if I was, like, did not hear anything, it'd have to probably be, like, uh, fucking, like, <laughs> like, I don't know, it's a terrible song. Like, I, I, like, I would never want to hear Ryan and Dougie again. Like, <laughs> like, I would never want to hear nothing like that. Ever in my life. Shit. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one to start with. Um, that's, that's a but good. like, um, I don't know, man. You, I, like, yeah, I, I listen to all types of shit. So that was good enough. I don't even. You 
That's good. Why is dirty ever again? You probably, I don't want to You probably that. could go ahead and turn the radio on and pick the first five songs for me. And that's probably yeah. a piece of that's, my list. That's true. <laughs> true though. Yeah, I can feel that too. That's a fact. Man. Yeah, that's accurate. If if in fact if anybody ever listens to the radio, you already know as soon as you turn it on some bullshit. So I don't even know when's the last time I heard the radio. Yeah, but you know why they do it. They're not gonna. It's not like you're gonna have phrase on the radio mainstream. Why the radio is not mainstream? Like it's not gonna happen. But they will definitely have a whole bunch of terrifying other things. They'll definitely have. Yeah, oh, definitely. That's number one. Poisoning the youth like with that. that one. They they don't care. Oh man, crush a lot podcast. It's we're naming names up in here. <laughs> Just going for it. The youth, the youth has parents, so they're so, and that's the thing I tell people, there's no excuses. I mean like Nas was seventeen, Rock Kim was like seventeen. Like people were you know when they released their masterpieces. They so there's like I don't I don't buy the excuse that there's like young and you don't know. It's like no, you choose not to know. Um and you know, we got young cats doing it right now, so Crushing our podcast, we're trying our best to bridge that gap, but you're making it hard. And if your name is like Blueface or something, you're not coming to the show. It's just not happening. Yeah. Just not I don't happening. know who that is. That's my point. Uh, if you're if you're new to the show, thank you for checking out the show. We appreciate it. Most importantly, go check out the album Roach Got a Slums available right now. You can find it everywhere. Right. The best albums of 2019. And go look at catalog. Go to Nine or Better. Um, their, their website. Go buy the sweater. Go go download the free mixtapes. Um, go buy the physicals yep. of of the album. You get additional content if you do. And um, if you want to get sold out, if it's there, you go. You missed it. You gotta be. <laughs> you gotta be. On, <laughs> there you go. But you can still some money. Um, stream it if you have to. We recommend that you buy. That's the way people get their more money um, and all that good stuff. And if you want to see the video version of this, go to the link below. Press your podcast at patreon.com and just pick the tier that you want and you know, the video will be there. If not, you can get the podcast for free on, on all podcast um, services. Um, so you pick which one you want um, and all that good stuff. Um, we'll end on one last question though. It's kind of like the tradition around here. I'm sure that... Uh, uh, Riggs might remember from last time, though I don't remember his answer. Um, it's called old age. He had the best answer. I think he, he did. Him and thanks. Yeah, I remember it because he had the best answer. Yeah. Um. So, so this is for for Chu, uh, in particular. You, you make beats. That's what you do. If you pick one, if you could pick one right. beat from the pantheon of hip hop, from the history of hip hop, that best describes your love making talents, your mattress mumbo, your body friction, your your woo goo uh, extraordinary night, that love passion moment. What's that song that comes to your head? That that's my beat, and that's I'm gonna get it in with that beat right there. What beat is that? Oh, damn, that's cool. a killer one. Oh, man. <laughs> Would it have to be a... Uh... We are called the Crush A Lot Podcast for a That's a heavy one. What's the, the, the... It's got... It's a Something else with H and I C. Yeah, whole, it's gotta be track. So, the whole album from start to finish <laughs> is in different ways and 
different depths and girths and left strokes and right strokes <laughs> in the entire album. But you got you with that. Crush It Loud podcast. Um, yeah, subscribe. Go buy the album. We'll catch you on the next one. Peace. Oh. <laughs> That's how it ends. Yes. Oh. <laughs>